Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Polygreens podcast. I'm Joe Swartz, along with my uh, colleague and friend Nick from the Nick Greens Grow Team. And we're here to talk to you today a little bit about uh, some of our past shows, what's going on in the industry, a little bit of everything. We've had a lot of really cool guests and uh, and we're getting a lot of great feedback. People are sending in questions. And of course, we encourage you to continue to do so. But um, we, we certainly have had a lot of good commentary about some of our uh, our guests, and you know, maybe we'd like to hear who was some of your favorites, and who you, who'd you like back, um, Nick? Who who were some of the the people that you enjoyed talking with most? It would have to be uh, uh, Doctor Gary, um, definitely. Uh, as far as um, learning from him from from a plant level, um, you know, and not just uh, growing the plant, but like understanding the plant cells and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was pretty fascinating. Gosh, I mean, there were so many. Uh, Dan Ovadia from Florgen, I think, was was awesome. And one of the things that uh, I was thinking about today when we, we decided to, to just kind of talk about what's going on in the industry and, and uh, you know, all the guests that we've had on, everyone has got their, their own perspective. But I started to think uh, this past week about some of the commonalities. Um, everyone that's come on so far, what they've all talked about, and people have asked me, that's, let me back up a bit, because people have asked me many times how we choose our guests. Like, how do you get someone to come on your show? And, and, uh, and who do you decide, how do you decide who, who will come on? And really, I mean, you know, Nick and I have been in the, in, in the industry for a very long time, and, and we, we like to talk to people who are really the doers of the industry. I mean, if you go online or you're on the social media accounts, there's so many different companies and technologies all kind of you know fighting for your attention. Um, but there's also a lot of people, and not necessarily always really well-known, who are out there in the industry doing something. We hear a lot of people talking, we're going to do this. If, I've, if I hear one more time about, you know, so-and-so is building the world's largest indoor vertical farm, I think I'm just going to shoot myself because, um, you know, everyone is trying to impress you with this or that. And at the same time, there are people out there in the industry who are doing things. They're growing. Jen Freimark and Gotham Greens, I mean, they are out there. They are building. They are growing. They are feeding people in a very, very big way and building a successful business. Um, people like uh, Dr. Murat Kachira and Dr. Gene Giacomelli, I mean, here they are, you know, educating young people. They're raising really the, the next generation of growers. You know, so many of our guests we have got, and we've got upcoming guests. We've got Damian Solomon from Plant Geek Consulting and Dr. Nadia Saba from Dr. Greenhouse. I mean, these are University of Arizona alumni. Um, Jen Freimark also went through the program. And so, so Gene and Marat's footprint is, you know, very big in the industry. And so they've done some tremendous things. And then, yeah, Gary. Who did you meet first now? What, did you meet Gene first? Was it Gene that you <laughs> Yeah, I met Gene back in uh, the 1990s. He was still at Rutgers University. So uh, he was on the East Coast and, uh, and I met him a very long time ago. Uh, in fact, we, we met and uh, we corresponded for a little while. And then we kind of fell out of touch. And he was uh, over at University of Arizona and he was doing really great things. And I reconnected with him. I think at first he didn't remember who I was. But, um, you know, we, we've worked together now over the years um, you know, several times. And he's, any, he's, any he's, advice uh, you can give uh, to some, somebody that's, you know, new to the industry and that, that kind of wants to go and, and study with Gene or study with somebody. What, is there any advice? Like how, how do they go about it uh, to get into one of those programs? 
Yeah. So, and great question. The, the academic portion uh, of kind of the knowledge base that you really need to, to get in, into this industry and to be successful is really, really important. And to be honest with you, I have for a very long time, I live in a college town, I've worked with many different universities. And, and in all honesty, I've been kind of disappointed with a lot of the academic education uh, related to controlled environment agriculture, especially as it relates to uh, commercial controlled environment ag. And, you know, Gene and Marat really had kind of innovated it. Um, and, and then, you know, other people like Sherry Kubota, um, and she's over at Ohio State, um, Neil Madsen, and some of the great people at Cornell University. So there are a lot of really great academic programs. And if you are, you know, able, if you're of the right age and, and, and space in your life where you can actually go and, you know, engage in, in, in college work or post-college um, Education, that's that's really a great uh, program. You know, there's a lot what of... If, what if I was uh, not seeking the degree, but I still wanted the courses? Is this something that you recommend for somebody that, say, is not... Uh, yeah, you know? no, actually, and that was, that was my next point was really, I have, since day one, always recommended, if you want to get into this business, go and work in a facility. Volunteer, intern even... Um, you know, now, you know, it's gotten to a point where wherever you are, there are some hydroponic facilities close by. Get a job there, volunteer, uh, intern, um, train with them, because really, the education is in the greenhouse, it's in the grow room. And that is by far the most. And I think that that informational gap is is one of the big challenges right now. I mean, so many people, uh, obviously, and we've talked about this when we talk about consultants and experts and all that, is that you have people who are supposedly experts or who are giving advice or giving information related to controlled environment agriculture, and they've never run a facility like that, which I think is is you know borderline criminal. Really, there is a lot of that happening. Yeah, yeah. And and we're farming. And, you know, you may become enamored with the latest, greatest shipping container farm or farming system or CEA setup that, you know, will allow you, you know, some type of automated growing, you know, set it and forget it, plug it in and the crops are going to grow. But really, this is farming and regardless of our tools. And I know I've said that before, but we really have to focus on this is high level horticulture. You have to understand not only how to grow the plants effectively. And that's one of the things that if you look at all of our guests, you know, all the movers and shakers and doers in this industry, all the people that we've interviewed and had on, they all have that, they come from diverse backgrounds, but that one commonality is every single one of them talked about the plant and they talked about, we have to focus on what the plants need and providing environment or nutrition or systems that all is built on that. So again, I wonder, I wonder if we did it like a tree of like knowledge with them and it would all go to Merle Jensen. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you look back, there's Merle, uh, Ray Sheldrake, uh, Dr. James Boodley, Jim Benton Jones. Now, Dr. Dr. Jones is another one um, that a lot of people don't hear as much about. I mean, you know, Dr. Howard Resch, obviously. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. Amazing pioneer in the industry and very well known. Um, you know, one of his contemporaries, Dr. Jim Benton Jones, who passed away just a couple of years ago, um, I was lucky enough to spend a little time with him. He was an amazing guy. Um, he was down in Georgia. And really, these are these are the people who 
creative even glass house right glass house who's glass house oh that was dr aj cooper at yes. the Gla- in, in the uk yeah and they yeah, have dr cooper's another one um you know we always talk about the old uh, adage of we all stand on the shoulders of giants and, and it's so true in this industry we we hear about all this amazing technology and and we kind of get caught up in that you know so and so just created this new farming system and um Everything that we've got, everything that all of that you and I are doing and that everything that all of the people that we've talked to are doing is all based on the work of other people who came before us, who with much less understanding of, of you know, we there, our knowledge base is accelerating very, very rapidly. And people, you know, after us are going to be far more knowledgeable than we are. Well, um, I don't think you can keep up with all the white papers that are coming out that are being published. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of work uh, of being done. Weeding through it's not always the easiest thing. <laughs> understanding what's really uh, what's really valuable. And you know, and, the trick to that is for me, um, just keep reading through it, do it again, yeah. and do it again, and do yeah. it again, and then sooner or later, Joe, I swear to you, like, oh. Like something's got to make sense. The good stuff starts to become evident. And that's, you know, to your point of, you know, getting involved in the industry and working um, in, in this industry and, you know, getting in the greenhouse, getting in the grow room is that all this information that's thrown at you. And you're right. I mean, the more you can saturate yourself with information, you will start to see what makes sense, what works. The, the, the best analogy that I, I had a, a professor uh, that I had worked with told me was, you're not really giving people information. You're teaching them how to see it and how to discover it for themselves. And boy, that is really true. And, and you start to, to see what's real and what's not. I mean, most of the information that I have that I use on a daily basis, kind of I had to see it. I mean, some of it I was told and I believed it. A lot of it I didn't believe. Did you have to see <laughs> oh, the mess ups? Is that, is that one of them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but eventually you do start to see what's, what's real. And when you're actually doing it, and that's why it's so important. You can't become a vertical farming expert or a hydroponics expert or a CEA expert if you haven't grown commercial crops. And all the things that we've talked about right now so far really revolve around crop production and, and the horticultural aspect. But there's the other aspect is that's the economics, that's the business. You're a farmer and if you are farming, you are raising plants to make money or to come up with a certain desired outcome. Now, if so I was the president of one of these big companies like App Harvest or something like this, my number one rule would be every single buddy has to grow food at their house indoors. Yeah. You know, at least a lettuce head on their countertop or whatever, like just to just go through the whole experience of what goes on in a farm. That's what we do at Am Hydro. I mean, most of us are commercial growers anyway, but every single person at Am Hydro, even people in the office, grow. Even Jen, Jen is well, becoming Jen, a master gardener when, over there. When she when she took over the company and, and I joined um, after after that, one of the things is that we have our research greenhouses um, right at Am Hydro in Arcata, and then um, a few miles away we have a commercial. Um, facility that's run by uh, at-risk high school students. It's called the HCOA, Humboldt County Office of Education Greenhouse. And this is a full-size commercial operation that we are involved with, we help with, but it's run by high school students and they do an amazing job. 
And Jenny told me that she said, I'm going to be there every day. I'm going to be in the greenhouses every day. She's the only CEO. I, I, I defy any, if there's out there, anybody in the industry, any CEO of any controlled environment ag company um, that is out there sometimes cleaning channels or transplanting or trying some new crop varieties. Um, Jenny is, you know, when I'm here in Massachusetts and she's, you know, Skyping me or, or FaceTiming me, you know, a picture of some strange symptoms in the arugula or something like that. And uh, she does it less and less, though, because now she knows so much. So she came from a business background, and she has done an amazing job running this company. And a big part of that comes from her really immersing herself in the commercial crop production end of it. She knows more than most people in the industry. Um, about about you know everything from managing it uh, the environment and the nutritional management the equipment to uh, building, crop the, building the greenhouse yeah oh <laughs> she, <laughs> she got involved uh, last year when they put the new poly cover on she was out there attaching it so I mean she's done she has done every job that you could do and all of the the gross dirty quote unquote, lower skilled jobs that, that you do in the greenhouse industry at times, she's done. And, and you know what, that, that you're saying lower, lower, you know, skilled jobs. Yeah. I want, I want to mention something. I was actually uh, yesterday just thinking about this as I was eating a little tomato and thinking about like, you know, who was the grower of that tomato or who was the guy that came up with the recipe for the fertilizer they're spraying the tomato with? Yeah. Or who is the, the the pruners out there, man? The pruners, I, I give them more love than anything. The growers not pruning, you yeah. know. It's his assistants that are doing the pruning. Yeah, it's all so, the so people. I try, I try to think about like how many people are involved in that one little tomato, and I was just trying to be grateful, you know, like to, to Pablo or Juan or, or or whoever that had involvement with with that tomato, you know. There's so much that goes into producing our food, uh, controlled environment ag and, and traditional ag as well. Um, and, and to really understand that industry uh, from all aspects, you've got to have done everything. Um, you know, I, I spent years and years in the greenhouse. You know, it's that, that old stereotypical, you know, I had, you know, had to get up from the dinner table at Thanksgiving to go close up the greenhouse. I was working on New Year's Day or on Fourth of July. Um, it, there's a lot to be done, and there's so many people that um, you know. We talk about our frontline healthcare workers and how they're out there every day, kind of unsung heroes. And you know, with the COVID uh, situation, well, the food industry didn't shut down at all. No, no, absolutely not. I mean, people really, you know, started to become more aware of that because of of the pandemic. But I mean, kind of silently every day, people are out there producing your food. And, and so Jenny's approach with Amhydro was that not only was she going to be involved in every, she's going to know exactly what it's like to clean out a nutrient tank, or if a pump has to be rewired, she hasn't rewired a pump yet, but she did, you know, she does observe when someone does, or, you know, she knows how to operate those, the dosing equipment, you know, very, very well. So you know, while she's running this large company and overseeing so many people and making a big imprint in the industry, she understands every aspect of it. And, and, and then she, you know, insists that everyone at the company understand that. It's, it's amazing. We have, you know, most of our, our, our folks are 
commercial growers uh, on some level, or like you said, having a, a setup at home, uh, all the way to doing work in the in the greenhouses. So everyone knows it uh, inside and out because there's so many moving parts. And um, you know, at the end of the day, you have to produce high quality crops that are competitive in the marketplace, and you have to be able to sell them at a price point that enables you a profit. And all of those pieces really need to be in alignment. And you know, my success on growing countertop uh, systems are the smaller the system is, the less, I mean, I don't change the water at all. Mm -hmm. I I just keep adding to it fresh, fresh, or a little more fertilizer to balance it. I let the plants figure it out on their own to what's going to balance in the water. Anyway, and you give and you give your plants a lot of love. You're involved. Well, yeah. Well, no, that's. I mean, I have uh, some strawberry plants that I've been growing since March of last year. I bought them, and I was going to grow them outside last year, but then you know that you know it happened, and then so I was like, oh my god, I'll just grow them indoors. You know, nobody's going outside right now, so now I I got you know strawberries that've been growing indoors. And what I did to the strawberries that I bought in March, in the fall time, I put some outside because mm-hmm. i keep propagating when the sh- when the runner happens the runner don't go under the wa- the ground because there's no ground right so the runners come up so what i do yep. is take the runner mm-hmm. and i put it in another pot and mm-hmm. i let it root out and as yep. soon as it roots out i cut it off of of that one so then it becomes a whole plant on its own Absolutely. so then i put them outside and then so this summer so so this spring i went out there to go look at the ones i put in the fall and they're flowering joe they flowered the next season right away yeah i actually picked some strawberries in my garden yesterday so it's pretty cool um yeah what I kind mean, of strawberries are you growing uh, what variety just, is that um uh oh my gosh you have to ask me that uh my wife all star is it nope um everbearing oh, they're, they're, they're an everbearing ever variety oh, wow. wow okay so the variety is escaping i'm gonna have to go and ask about that and um, for the audience it, out there everbearing just means that they produced uh um more seasons than than uh than you know than usually yeah and i think they're the red kind. that's that's what i know the oh, red nice. is the delicious kind for sure um but uh you know that and that's one of the things being a commercial grower i was never a big home grower like as far as growing in the house but you know one of the things that i've seen is that when you have plants in your house you spend time with them you interact with them you that's that's really that connection that's that's gold and so any of those connections you can have with the plant and understanding all the different parameters, um, you know, around the plant and how they affect the plants. And you know what I started to do? I took it a step further. I, uh, you know, I got a house now. And so I'm, I'm kind of outside on the lawn now. Um, so I inherited this really nice lawn that I'm, uh, I'm feeding now. I was out there last night. I was feeding the lawn. I'm going to aerate it, seed it, feed it. And uh-huh. I, give me give me a couple months with this. I'll have some really really good lawn. Cool. All right, guys. I've grown some more food in that lawn though. <laughs> well, I wish, right? But I, they're probably uh, I'll probably get ticketed here in the the, the town yeah. I live in. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, hey, speaking of getting out, so with everything opening up, uh, you know, here in Massachusetts, things are are fully open now. Uh, in California, things will be fully open, I believe, next week. Um, I'm really excited about some of the events that now we're going to going back to, uh, you know, God forbid, we're actually going to see each other again and we're going to actually interact with each other and all that. You know, we like to do our seminars, you know, very hands-on. We do some classrooms uh, type uh, instruction and then we get out in the greenhouse and that's where the real magic happens. 
And, uh, and so, yeah, uh, the 24th and 25th of this month, we've got a seminar. We have another one already booked for October. That's coming up October 21st and 22nd. And I think it's mostly sold out. But if anyone is interested in coming up for a two-day um, commercial hydroponic seminar, go to, go to amhydro.com and check out the seminar page. Um, there'll be some more information. We may actually be having one again um, another one and, and definitely year. for beginners in advance uh, uh, whether if you're a pro or you're just beginning definitely go and, and you want to shake people's hands there yeah i mean we have people that have never uh come you know have never been involved in the industry and are coming to learn um we have commercial growers alex uh, mckeekin who was on our our show and he and his wife came and they uh they attended the seminar we've had um uh, patrick from green uh, ceo of green automation america come and take our seminar so people of all different levels have uh, have come on in and it's going to be really great to see people again and and uh and and have people you know in the greenhouse interacting with people and now of course we've got a lot of the events coming back i know cultivate is coming back in july in columbus ohio uh which is you know i think kind of the first really big horticultural show of the year that- it's definitely where all of the big brands are are always going like if you're a big brand, it's probably the one show that they that if you go to one show, that's the one you go to. Yeah, from a producer standpoint, Cultivate is is huge, and it's a it's a great event. We 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 enjoy it um, every year. And of course, as it relates to to specifically to CEA Indoor AgCon, that's that's by far one of my favorite uh, events. And and yeah, you and I'll be there together. So so Indoor AgCon, um, everybody, if you if you're not familiar with it, it's it's really kind of one of the premier controlled environment ag uh, events and it's coming up in october um, in orlando florida it's uh, october 4th and 5th at the hilton uh, hotel in orlando florida yeah. so um so nick and i'll be on um the panel we're also hopefully going to meet a lot, a lot of you people down there um maybe we can do a live stream we can do uh, uh, an episode of the polygreens podcast down there we can talk we i mean, can do a q a live stream too on facebook and 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 sure. youtube and stuff like that an amazing group of people and we can uh yeah we can do q a we can talk to a lot of the, the the people in the industry really doing a lot of good things um and there's one more in october oh the the pma so so the the indoor ag kind of really mostly focuses on kind of the technology and the production end of it and pma pma is the largest you know, the produce marketing association largest um you know fresh produce um event really here in the states anyway um if not one of the ones the premier ones in the world um that's all that's coming up in new orleans in october october 28th and 29th and 30th i believe and um that's also I'm looking forward to it. so that's all the growing companies and that's you know where the grocery industry and the sales and the retailing uh of the cea products shine it's not specific just to to cea products i mean we went down there. My gosh, we ate our way through the, the trade show floor. Um, and we were, you know, having bananas from Venezuela and pineapples from Ecuador. And, um, but a lot of, great, Peru. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but a lot, lot of great controlled environment ag. I mean, we, we, we spent some time with the garage down there, um, at, uh, you know, he had a great uh, display for Gotham greens and all the, the different products that Gotham had. Uh, Maribel had a presence there. Uh, village farms, uh, sunset produce, you know, mm. amazing to me. 
So if you're interested in kind of the, the, the retailing and the marketing and seeing what people are doing in food, the PMA is also a pretty amazing event. So this is awesome. We're, we're, we're now looking at, at a number of events to go to this year, live and in person, which I'm really excited about. Um, my travel has been um, you know, cut back a little um, with the, the pandemic, but I know a lot of people have just not even gotten out. So um, what a great opportunity for everyone to kind of get back out there in the industry and, uh, and see what's, what's new and what's happening. Because we certainly have, have an update, actually, on one of our guests. Uh, I don't think we talked about it. Uh, Stephen Ritz um, from Green Bronx Machine um, actually is doing a PBS show now. I think he talked about it. And I think the shows already uh, uh, went through. And I don't know if they're filming or if they broadcast it yet, but it's definitely want- something. Yeah, no, Steven's, Steven's done an amazing job and uh, his show is getting, I know, really rave reviews. Um, uh, rece- recently received a, a Disruptor Award from Artemis, which was a, a great uh, honor for him. And I know um, he actually has a new Amhydro system in his classroom. And uh, I'm going to probably be going up sometime this summer, hopefully to, to see him and his, some of his students. And he's always got some amazing things going on. And you got to get us some footage, footage for, for the audience to check out. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely go and, and check out um, whatever your pod, preferred podcast provider is, whether it's Spotify or Buzzsprout and, um, and check out some of the, the past episodes because there's a lot of really great guests. And, and I, I still will go back and listen and you, you pick up things that you missed maybe once before um so so certainly there's a lot of cool guests and uh and we always like to hear from people what, and, so, and what, some of them we gotta start talking about um bringing back too yeah maybe uh ask more of the of the audience on who they suggest we bring back well, we've got a lot going on at amhydro um i'm i'm pleased that we have a a project here in my neck of the woods in connecticut in torrington connecticut called the ct food for thought project. It's run by a, a foundation called New Opportunities, and it's an amazing um, uh, program. And so what, what we've done is partnered with them and built a 12,000-square-foot commercial farm and processing center, and um, we'll be operating that. In fact, we're almost, the construction is almost complete. Um, hopefully, we'll be uh, planting very soon. And not only will they be putting you know, fresh, nutritious food, especially um, in underserved communities around the Torrington area. But they will also be providing um, uh, entry-level jobs for for people in the community, people maybe that traditionally have have struggled with, um, you know, uh, employment or um, people who are, are new. To, to the workforce. So, so there's some really great economic opportunities for, for some people. And, and also they're going to be using sales from the, the farm to generate more income and revenue for their social programs. So it's kind of like a, a win, win, win for everybody. And we're really happy to be um, uh, involved in it. And I'm happy that, that I actually have a project that's within driving distance. I'm usually hopping on an airplane. So uh, it's actually nice to be able to drive down to a project and, uh, and we've got a couple of new bigger projects coming this summer. So a lot of cool stuff in the industry, everything is just picking up and um, you know, we're, we're interested in hearing what, uh, what some more of the viewers like to hear about and what they want to, who they want to see. Thank you again, everyone, for, for joining us and spending some time with us. We certainly enjoy spending time with you. And uh, we will be bringing you some more great guests in the next coming weeks and uh, have a lot of really cool stuff to talk about and 
now that uh, things are picking back up again. So once again, for my friend Nick of the Nick Greens Grow Team and um, Joe Swartz from Am Hydro, I want to thank you for spending some time with us and we wish you all a very good day and we'll see you again real soon.